0: The Israel Report with Roline Marks. Oh, joining us now on the line, Roline from Israel, our Israel correspondent. Roline. good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. I'm literally going to hand it over to you. It's all about Operation Shield and Arrow and all the updates. Over to you, Roline. and of course, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. A very, very intense day in Israel today. As the RDF launched Miftza, Magen the Operation Shield and Arrow. Now, this is in response to the over 100 rockets that have been fired just several weeks ago from the Gaza Strip into Israel. Now, uh, in the early hours of this morning, the IDF and IAF, we always forget to credit the Israeli Air Force, were along with 40 planes and helicopters uh, took out Uh, certain Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad targets in the Gaza Strip. They uh, struck several munition storage facilities, rocket weapons facilities, and other military targets. They also eliminated three Palestinian Islamic Jihad commandos as well as several other terrorists. Now, please note that when the IDF do strike, They try and do it with pinpoint precision to mitigate as many civilian casualties as possible. Unfortunately, we have had some civilian casualties. A Russian national, his wife and child, had been killed in the strike. Uh, The United Nations Special Coordinator for the Middle East, Torvenas, called this unacceptable. But let's take a look at who Palestinian Islamic Jihad are. And why the IDF struck these targets. Palestinian Islamic Jihad are one of the terror organizations operating in the Gaza Strip. They are internationally proscribed as a terror organization and have been responsible not only for the firing of rockets towards Israeli civilians, firing from within their civilian infrastructure into ours, which is essentially a double war crime. But they're also responsible for the planning and execution of several terror uh, attacks this year. Now, uh, for the... Towns around what we call the Gaza envelope areas, these are towns like Sderot, Netivot, Nachal, Oz, various others, Um, many of them have been evacuated. Uh, At least 200 families, as of about three hours ago, have been evacuated from these areas to safer places in the country. Daycare centers, schools uh, have been closed Trains to Neti and Sterot have been closed. We are bracing ourselves for possible reprisals. Um, we have opened shelters as far as here in Modi Inn and Herzliya. Uh, the Home Front Command gave the okay uh, for evacuations. And as our president said earlier today, it is an absolute imperative to follow the advice of our Home Front Command. So let's take a look also what the response internally in Israel is. And I want to be very clear on something, that no matter what the internal domestic issues are, uh, and we know that there have been a lot of divisions over the last couple of months uh, uh, around the proposed judicial overhaul. So one thing we are absolutely united on, and that is security. Uh, I also want to reiterate, uh, just to be very, very cognizant of where you get your news from. Mm-hmm. I know that there are many WhatsApp groups uh, you know trying to break news trying to bring you news and while that is important uh, I know that several have um, been posting messages something like 10,000 IDF reservists have been called up this is not the case There is speculation that we may be calling up some reserves, but at the moment the IDF have not released any details about how many reserves they intend to or have called up. So please just be very, very aware of news that hasn't been corroborated. But according to Rear Admiral Hagari, there is a possibility that we could call up reserves. This is something Mm that... um, we try to use as much of a, uh, a deterrent from the sky as possible so that we don't have to engage any uh, uh, troops unnecessarily. Our Defence Minister, Your Galant, has spoken to the mayors of the Sterot enveloped Towns. He has said they must be prepared for any scenario and that this operation could last several days. The leader of the opposition, Yair Lapid, has said that the opposition are 100% and give their full support behind the security officials. Uh, What is interesting is that earlier today it had been confirmed that National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gavir had not been made aware of these operational plans. There were concerns that he could possibly leak them to media, and this could ruin our element of uh, surprise. We've heard from our president, Isaac Herzog, also congratulating the IDF on these strikes. Now, it also must be noted that targeted assassinations of known terrorists is within the remit of international law. This is all done within the remit of international law. And here... This is where you see um, Israel's current Supreme Court actually in action mm-hmm. because the Supreme Court will coordinate very, very closely with Dabla, that's the military advocate general, to ensure that every strike, every uh, part of this operation is in cooperation with international law. The funerals for the uh, for the terrorists who had been killed has already taken place. But as uh, we are bound to have, we've had some of the mainstream media mm-hmm. giving the updates without the context that uh, they are taking place against. Remember, these are in response to over 104 rockets fired at Uh, Israeli civilians. That is not within international law. Qatar have condemned uh, these strikes. Jordan have condemned these strikes, calling on the international community to intervene. Egypt have condemned the strikes. Uh, The um, uh, Turkish Foreign Ministry have condemned these strikes. The Palestinian Authority have called on the international community to intervene. The Prime Minister, the Defence Minister, the Ramat Kalm, the IDF Chief of Staff, and the various heads of ISA departments, Mossad, and Bet, have all been conducting assessments throughout the afternoon. Now, just a short while ago, the IDF announced that they had struck a, a Palestinian Islamic jihad cell in the Gaza Strip who were planning to carry out an anti-tank guarded missile attack on the Israeli border and uh, the IDF have said that the squad was struck as it was taking missiles by car to a launch site. So um, this is a very, very intensive operation. Uh, we have briefed allied countries and the media as to what is going on.
0: Ruline, okay, so you've mentioned... Uh some countries which, who have uh, reacted to uh, all these uh, operations going on and uh, to uh, where, where they stand uh, regarding Israel's response to terrorist activity, uh, as you've just outlined. Is, is there any more response coming through from uh, overseas? Any, any more countries reacting far? to this?
1: So far, that's what we've had to date. We are expecting mm-hmm. uh, allied countries to to back Israel's right to defend herself. You know, this is when you will see uh, kind of these divisions, the countries that, uh, you know, th- tend to to pick a side. Uh, I'm sure we all know where the South African government will stand on that if they mm-hmm. do actually release a statement. But... um uh, We are expecting allied countries like the United States, uh, European countries, the United Kingdom and various others to um, stand behind Israel's right to defend her citizens. And as many people have been saying, if you were quiet, if you were silent... When 104 rockets were raining down on our citizens, sending families into their shelters and causing damage to um, to infrastructure and, and causing injuries to people, then maybe you should take the high road when it comes to Israel defending herself.
0: Very quickly, Rowling, any of the Abrahamic nations, has there been any response uh, from them? From what I gathered from, from the countries you outlined earlier on, I don't think any of them featured there, correct? So
1: far, no Abrahamic countries have weighed in. Uh, but we have had, you know, the the condemnations from our two other, maybe not necessarily Abrahamic brothers and sisters, mm. but certainly uh, Egypt and Jordan, who we do have peace agreements with. Uh,
0: we wonder where this is all going to lead to. What what story will you be telling us tomorrow? What what's going to transpire between then? And tomorrow, Rowland, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for giving us uh, about an update as to what exactly is transpiring in Israel at the moment under Operation Shield and. in defense of the Holy Land. Roly Marks, our correspondent from Israel.